Hey, I'm Don Amaro, and this is Through the Fire, a podcast about overcoming adversity, reframing misfortune, and celebrating courage. On this show, you're going to meet some really incredible people who have been through some heavy stuff, but they've come through the other side. And the hope is that you're encouraged and inspired by the words that you hear. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Through the Fire 2023. Uh, it's been uh, a, a time uh, for all of us as we've come into this new year. And uh, I feel like if you're a new listener or if you've been listening all along, we haven't given a lot of context behind why I wanted to do this show. And so today I've asked my friend and producer, uh, Sarah Burke, to come on with me today. And, and Sarah has been a tremendous support. I, you know, I'm the face and the voice of this thing at most of the time. And um, But the truth of it is, is that, and I've often said this, is it, it takes a village to do these things. And Sarah has been one who's, I would say, worked more than me on this whole project. Stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, it's it's the administration of, of getting this stuff and stuff that I'm terrible at, as you know. And, you know, my manager, Lori Brown, she she's basically like the one who I go to every day to say, tell me what I'm supposed to do. Um, and, and with this podcast, you've been the one that I, we've all leaned on to kind of see this sort of come to life. And, um, and so all that to say, um, so Sarah Burke is with me today. And we're going to kind of get into a little bit about sort of the the reason why this is, uh, and and kind of maybe where we want to go with this podcast, and and I guess in, also in the end, just tell you a little bit more about ourselves. Yeah, and happy New Year, by the way. So why yeah. why don't we start there? Did you get time to unplug? I um I did. Uh, it's well, sort of. Uh, I got three kids, as everybody knows. Uh, if you don't know, I've got three kids. They're age ten, seven, and three. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you've got kids, you know what it's like. It's, it's full on from the sun up till sometimes long after sundown, especially these days. Uh, and so it was full on family time. You know, I finished my last show of 2022 on December 17th, my big annual Christmas show. Um, and, uh, and then basically it's just been full on kid life and it's been great. But also, we are so glad that school started yesterday uh, for us uh, here. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and I think we just, we all desire, my kids don't really, can't really articulate this, but, but we all desire that routine, sort of getting back into a pattern of, of living. Um, and, uh, and here we are. And, and so, yeah, so I, I did relax, sometimes a little too much, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to get back to it. What about you? How, did you enjoy your, your downtime? Did you have any? I would say that like this podcast is one of my children, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I, do, I know exactly what you mean. I am very similar to you that was craving the routine. So I'm currently doing an evening radio show. It starts at 6 p.m. Eastern. But over the holiday time, I filled in during the day while everyone else took vacation. So I was doing like 12 to 5. So it just kind of threw the routine into a different place. But um, luckily, my boyfriend who lives out of town came into town and we would do dinners together and all that because he was off um, for, you know, a few weeks there and we made that work. So Downtime, but like a different busy than my usual. Um, I right, do a lot right. of freelance work during the day um, with podcasts and, and all sorts of stuff. But um, yeah, so I'm happy to not have to go anywhere until six o'clock again this week, <laughs> which I think is kind of like your kid's routine. So <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's a bit the same. And, and by the way, just so you know, Sarah is one of the hardest workers. I think in the scene, like all, uh, when I think of just music and Aww. entertainment in general, like you, you got the radio show, you've got... A number of podcasts that you're involved with this one and, and there's a few others uh and uh, and i just feel like sometimes 
how do you manage it all? Like, how do you manage to do all the things? Is it, is it because these are your babies and that's where you're investing <laughs> all your energy into, just like I would as a father? I, I guess so. You know more about this than most people would, but I took a big risk, big leap of faith um, last year and left a full-time job. I used to work at Sirius XM. and was uh, managing the Canadian music department. I loved the job so much. It was so much fun. Um, but there was more work than me having five jobs right now, I would mm, say, even really? though they're all little like little freelance snippets. Um, yeah, managing that job, I could tell with the resources we had available was not good for me. Um, by mm. the end of it. I don't know if the working from home led to that. I think I was trusted with a lot of things. And, you know, the more that people know they can rely on you, the more that they will. I think that was part of it too. So, um, yeah, that's kind of, you put your your time into what you care about. And I decided in that job that I cared about everything, which is why I was working myself to the ground. Mm. Um, so now it's just, it's on my own time. It's a little more spread out. Things are on my schedule. So maybe that's why it's more attainable right now. But you do have to like, I, I'm a routine person. I love going to the gym every morning. And when I come home, I take about an hour to have a bite to eat, have a morning coffee, whatever. And then it's, okay, What what's my first thing I'm tackling today? So it's much the same as if you're working a nine to five job. Um, right. Like, you know, you, first thing in the morning, you look at what you got to do. For you, it's usually a kid drop off. I would assume it starts with usually it's usually uh, like right? a six thirty a.m. wake up and and run <laughs> from then on. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's it's similar. It's just you know carving out time for each task. That's all it is. Just so you know, too, out there listening, um, Sarah and I met through her work at SiriusXM, and when when you left SiriusXM. You were on my radar. I thought I should give her a call. And then as we were, I, I was calling you just to say, hey, if you remember this. And then, and I just said, hey, I, my, this wasn't my intention in our conversation at all. And then I just said, wait a second, like, I've got this podcast. You're now no longer with SiriusXM. Any chance you'd want to help me out do this thing? Because I don't know a whole lot about podcasting, but I, I knew I had this desire to do this thing. And, uh, and you said yes, and you jumped on. And I, I was honored that you asked me. I think what I learned from my work at Sirius was like, I'm really good at project management and seeing something through from beginning to end. Honestly, it's been the gift that we've had here <laughs> is that you've been able to keep things moving and, 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 and just uh, keep things organized. And even today, as we were coming on to do this talk, I was like, Sarah, I need a link. You're like, I already sent a link. Here's another one. And, the, and then, you know, <laughs> even just managing how to set this up, like I'm, I'm leaning on you to, to walk me through this. And I mean, you're just so gifted in this area that I'm, I'm oh, again, I'm so glad, so glad you did say yes. And, and I think in some ways it's, it's solidified our working partnership and the way that we do work. And, um, you know, you're very gracious to me and in, in my crazy life at times. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and I think it's working. I, I'm really glad that we're, we're doing this together. Yeah. I'm so happy you asked me. So, I mean, we wanted to share a little bit about how you came up with the idea. I know that you had some lyrics in a song. Refined. But that's not where this idea started. Like, what made you think, hey, I should host a podcast? You know, because I'm an artist and I'm a singer-songwriter and, and I've, I've always been a hard-on-my-sleeve kind of guy, I've told a lot of my story over the years. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, for me, I've been through uh, some things in my life where, uh, you know, d family divorce, my parents, my mom getting involved with somebody who is really toxic, abusive emotionally and physically abusive to my mother. Um, and, and having gone through that as a young man and watched, you know, literally having physical fights with this person, um, in my mom's I'm life, sorry. um, you know, that, that, that led me 
down a path that I, I realized, you know, I, I looked around, I'm giving you the Coles Notes version of this story, but I remember at that season of my life, I was about 13 years old and I looked around my neighborhood and I, and I saw my friends who were kind of in similar brokenness in their homes, you know, alcohol abuse, you know, addictions, those kinds of things in their homes. And, and I saw them all kind of falling back into the same patterns. Like some of them were getting into gang life and some of them were getting into drugs. And, and I just kept seeing it like perpetuating this sort of way of living that they were brought up to, to know. And, and I just said to myself, I, I wanted something better from me and my future. And, uh, and so immediately I plugged into other things that was more beneficial, like arts and, and sports. Uh, and, and that sort of became my, um, my therapy. And I didn't realize it back then, but that, that's what I did. And, um, and so this idea of like, like sharing that part of my story, um, was really, I don't think I've ever heard you talk about this. Well, yeah, I get, maybe this is part of the, 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 the thing that I, I haven't been as, as open about this as I, as I like to think that I have been. Um, but that's been a big part of my story where it's, it was like, um, you know, family, um, destruction really. Um, and you know, my brother's all, um, they're all great guys, but they all sort of fell into somewhat of the same sort of living conditions in a way. And, um, and I just said, I want something better for my life. And I'm going to, I'm going to try to, you know, break beyond that, break the chains as they say. Um, and you know, all this to say that my, I, my, my folks were really loving and kind, uh, but they themselves were really caught up in, in this cycle of life where they were really, uh, trapped or, or so products of that same pattern. Yeah. And, uh, and so for me, I, I've ever since I started playing and performing music, I've been very uh, vulnerable to share that side of my story and recognizing that I'm, I may not be the most unique guitar player or the most unique singer or the most unique lyricist, but what makes me the, the most Don Amaro is my story. Right. And so I've always felt like that's the thing I need to share and, and be the most unique about is that if I can share that part of it, that's something that no, nobody else has been in my shoes. So if I can reveal that, all the way as, as an artist with my, within the context of a concert, um, that's, that's the unique experience that when people, you know, come and see me and, and, and share some time with me. Um, and so all that to say, um, is, is, is this whole podcast was born out of that because I realized that there's, everybody's been through things. Everybody's been through sort of, you know, a fire of some sort. And, and I thought maybe there's a way we can highlight those stories and, and bring those forth. And, and I, I also love the, the, when you've been through that fire, for me, I always want to know how did you get through it? What, what brought you through the other side? And, um, and that's, that's what kind of launched this thing. And this has been years in the making in, in, in my mind, it's <laughs> at, that's at the start. Uh, and then finally kind of, we hit the ground running last year. Yeah. And I think so many musicians need to hear what you just said. Like my superpower is being me, Don mm -hmm. Amaro yeah. in the concert. It, it might not be the best lyrics. It might not be the perfect guitar tuning, but here we are, and I'm just being real, because mm -hmm. um, you can tell when a musician is not in their own skin and they're totally. putting on a front, yeah. right? You're gonna you're gonna hear me say this probably a, a few times over the next little while because this is a phrase that literally just came to me the other day. There's something about when when strength meets vulnerability, and and that becomes what we share with each other. Even in friendships, it doesn't necessarily have to be as performers, but but I think when strength meets vulnerability, there's this beautiful convergence that happens where people are, are truly themselves because you you're the strength is I'm, I'm brave enough to show these parts of who I am. Um, and I don't mean strong as in like physically strong, maybe that's part of it, but, but the, the other part of it is just like, I'm brave enough to step forward and say, these are the things that I've struggled with. These are the things that I've battled. And, and, and even to say that I've, I'm still in the midst of this battle, 
but I know I'm taking steps forward. And I think that that that's always been a bit of my um, persona. I, I, and I, I don't know if that comes from family life or what I've been through. It must. I'm, I'm imagining, like, I've always said that you, we are the sum of our experiences, right? Where we Basically how we see the world through, first of all, through our parents' eyes and through the, the relationships and the people that we surround ourselves with, that's kind of what we become in a way, I, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think even with what I just put myself through in the last year with, like, leaving a job, there was a loss of identity, that mm. came with that, right? Because your experience day to day, you know, shapes you. So when all of a sudden the place or the thing that you spend the most time on is different, just the mm-hmm. same way, like with family, even um, you're you're going to change. It's it's inevitable. Yeah. So yeah, even though I was like super scared to make that move, like here we are. I'm two months away from like the one year anniversary mm-hmm. of me leaving that job and. You know, I'm I'm very proud of myself. None of this was easy. Yeah. Um, and I think you would say a lot of the same things about some of the things you've been through. There's a lot of risk taking, but that actually makes you stronger, learning lessons all the time and progress, right? And who you want to be. What's the title you would give yourself in, in the context of the work that you do? So I'm definitely a host. In some aspects, I'm a chase producer. In some aspects, I'm an executive producer. Um, so like, you know, the work I've been doing, for example, with um, the Jan Arden radio show and podcast, I'm a chase producer and co-host on that mm-hmm. one. I host my own show on Indie 88. I host and executive produce my own podcast. Mm-hmm. I do some executive production on your podcast. So right. it's all it's all content creation and, and production at the end of the day. Would you say you're your own boss in all this? Like you, you get yeah. to just, yeah, okay. So the reason why I was getting at that was because um, like I remember when I first jumped in, it was about 15 years ago when I started doing music full time. Uh, you're your just, own boss too. I, I am, well, I like to think so uh, most of the time. <laughs> uh, but no, really, I feel like I, I did sort of shed that like nine to five life and like if I'm going to do this, I'm taking the reins. I think at the beginning it was like, do everything, say yes to everything, take on everything. Um, and, uh, I learned over time, like, like my most valuable asset is, is that time, right? Like whether I give of myself or I'm taking time from something else. And so it was like, as my children entered the world, it was like my time became way more valuable and thus I became more valuable. And, uh, and so every time I had another kid, it's like my stock went up. But I'm I'm done at three. But the the I think entrepreneurs when they first jump into something like like whatever it is that they're jumping into, there is that season of yes where everything kind of has to just be like I'll take I'm on anything. I'm in that right now. Yeah. Still. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you if that's where you are because you are um, so busy. Um, do you feel like you're doing all the things you want to do, or are you kind of do you feel like you're doing some of the things that you kind of feel like uh, this may be maybe a hard question to ask, but do you feel like you're doing some things that you feel like you have to do? I think that's a given in a transition um, career-wise mm. because you don't want to find yourself in a place where you can't pay your mortgage, for right. example, right? And looking at the numbers, which funny enough, I just kind of did because it was year end. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, like I almost made about the same amount of money. Mm. That's crazy to me. Mm. So first up, it's like taking care of yourself and the things you need day to day. Yeah, You might have to say yes to a few things that, you know, are not the best use of your time, but to keep doors open. Right. Even like my my Women in Media podcast, of course I'm working on how I can make that um, have a little more return on the right. investment of time. Yeah. But without doing that podcast, which was just a little passion project, 
Jan Arden wouldn't have wanted me to fill in for this maternity leave, right? So like you have to think of like an investment in time can still somewhere down the road be a return on the investment. That's what's interesting. Just last night speaking to a friend of mine about when sometimes if you take the time to to just step back and look at the threads of connection to things, um, it's kind of incredible if you really just slow it down a little bit and kind of go, where does this lead? How did that connect to that? And, and I, I think about those pieces sometimes. And um, I was just talking to a friend yesterday about, you know, meeting Pam and, and connecting with my wife. So we've been married for 18 years. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I told 18, my boyfriend to go home after five days. See you. See you 18 soon. 18 <laughs> very long years. Uh, <laughs> um, and like even the connecting to, to her and, and us finding each other and, and, you know, our kids being here and the most beautiful gift I've ever had in my life is them. And um, I just... Take time and to, to take stock. You know, you said a little a couple of minutes ago that you took kind of paused and looked at the year and doing the year end stuff. And I think people need to do that. Make sure you you carve time out to to reflect. I think it's important. Even the threads of how you and I met. Mm-hmm. I think we met at that studio session you did. Yep. For Sirius XM. So for yep. at the time it was for uh, Sirius XM Country. And I think about the time that we spent and obviously we had a connection that, you know, saw each other at festivals over the next few years. And then there were more interviews where we got more one-on-one time. That has led us to us sitting in this, you know, we're both in different provinces and working on a podcast together. Mm. So it's funny, like, and that just even leaves sort of a lesson in, I think the right word is like kindness, you know, Mm. the way that you carry yourself throughout your career throughout your life could impact things later too right absolutely you know i i um i think uh, when i when i reflect back to that time i remember kind of walking into that studio going serious xm is going to come and chat with me and hang on was like why is this we were with strut entertainment at the time and strut was like uh samantha at strut is just like she's she's a bulldog oh, yeah. she's she's so fierce and she's so um, you know, she, she, she knows what she wants and how to help an artist and, um, was, was paramount for us to kind of uh, take the next steps. Um, and, uh, and I think, uh, you know, they, they set up all that stuff for us. And even, even some of the other interviews I've done, I'm like, I don't know if these people know who I am, but at the same time, it's like, that doesn't, shouldn't negate whether or not you, you have the value to be in that room and have those conversations. And, um, I've, I've mentioned this on this show a number of times, like my attitude for a long time has been like, Whenever I walk into a space or I'm in a space, I, I want to serve. I want to, if I can use my time to serve anybody who's giving up their time, uh, yeah. that, that's really the best use of, of all of our time, really. Well, and thinking back that, to that too, I was very new in the country space at the right. time where you and I met. At the same time being like, who the hell am I to be doing these country <laughs> interviews, right? So it's funny right. what we were both going through at that time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. With this uh, this podcast, we we've got 
plans for uh, to carry on. You know, I, I hope this is okay to share. If you, if you think it's okay to share, I'm, I'm going to share it anyways. You're um, your own boss. You share what you want. I, I am my own boss. Um, you know, this this podcast has been funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and and uh, the Manitoba Arts Council here in in Manitoba, um, and we've had funding to to do this thing up till now. Uh, and initially, we I, I, my plan was to have this carry on, and we can do this for as long as we want and we'll, many years. Uh, but but now we we've used up that funding, but we want to just you know, make a promise to to you out there that are listening that we want to continue having these deep conversations with folks and um, and and we'll make that happen and uh, and hopefully you'll continue to to come hang out with us and, and journey with us as we have a lot more in-depth conversations like this and um, continue the thread as we say <laughs> I love your I love your interview style because you regardless of who you're talking to you make that person feel like a friend mm. <laughs> and like I know you said to me this is your your forte like you got to give me some tips on this like in the beginning right and right. watching you go over the last like you know six months from like mm. the first shoot it's been really it's been really special because it's funny how someone who hasn't had like formal training on something is still so good at this mm. particular skill oh that's uh, that's good to hear especially coming from you um you know for me it really is that like i I, I like reading a little bit about the people I'm going to meet. Obviously, I want to have some context of, of who they are. And, um, you know, I th I'm thinking back to a few conversations we've had in this in the last six months. And um, some of them I, were somewhat new. To, well, actually, that's not true. Most of them were friends. And most of them were people that I knew. But there was a pit, some of the stories where I thought, I don't fully know the scope of this. So I, I was literally just sitting as, as, as a guest in their space and wanting and, and asking curious. questions. Curious. And I come with a curiosity. And I, and I, want, to, and I want to go there. And I don't want to... I don't have the filter of like, what's the listener thinking in this moment? Because I am the listener and I want to ask the questions that I think would pop up if I was listening to this podcast. And that's, that's really what I'm trying to embody. The other thing, uh, here I am talking my face off on this one, but as I don't like it when hosts take up the space, um, I, I really want to, to use this as, um, as an opportunity to really hear the story of the other. Um, and so I've really sat back. I've listened to a number of podcasts and it bugs me every time when the, the hosts are in there just kind of like, here's my thing, here's my thought, here's my ideas. And it's like, I didn't, I didn't tune into this episode to hear your thoughts and ideas. I want to hear theirs, you know? It's so interesting that you say that too, because um, that's, that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned in podcasting. Like when I download after this, the two tracks, one for you, one for mm. me. I think we're going to be pretty equal in talking in this, and that's exactly what we're trying to accomplish. But when I download the two tracks for like my Women in Media podcast, I can now see that I'm talking a lot less than I would have been a year ago because mm. I'm listening. I've learned a little more about listening. Right. I've even yeah. seen you like in real time learning that lesson a bit too. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely been a, a thing that I've been very conscious of because... Um, uh, yeah, some of the best and most popular podcasts in the world are, bother me because the hosts are talking too much. I still love the podcast because I love the hosts, but um, I feel like, uh, you know, for me, I just, because of the content that we're trying to capture here, it really is about the story of others and, uh, and just allowing the space for that to happen. And also one of the things that I'm learning in my life literally right now is space is okay slowing down, pause, um, and just having time to reflect. I used that word a little while ago. I'm not good at idle. I'm not good at... at Me neither. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not good at space. I've always had trouble in, in groups. When there's, when there's a group of... I've got this group of guys, we all hang out. 
I'm by far the loudest and probably most obnoxious in the group because it's like, as soon as it gets quiet, it's like, my mind's going, what's the next topic? Where do we go? What do we bring up here? And it's like, no, it's okay to just chill. Just, just breathe. And the reason why I'm saying this is because uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had my, I mentioned it a while ago, my big, big, big Christmas show. Um, and, uh, and I said to the band before we went out, I kind of got, got us all together. And it was a big show. There's like 16, 17 of us on the stage that night. And so I brought us all together and I said, listen, you're all so incredible what you do. When we've prepared the music, I have no doubt that we'll be fine in. What I'm really concentrating on is the space in between. And I said, let's just embrace the quiet, embrace the pause, embrace the slowdowns in between. And don't feel like we have to rush because the, the last thing I want this night to be is one that we look back at and go, it just went by in a blink. Let's just really absorb all the moments. And, uh, and literally since that day, I've been thinking about it every single day, whenever there's a pause or a, or a slowdown or a, an opportunity to, and actually my life right now feels like it's in that season of like pause, slow down, which oftentimes for many artists, January, February tends to be that way. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to just um, live in it and be in it and be present in the, in the slowdown. I feel that too. And, you know, there's been some jobs I've interviewed for or like some opportunities that maybe you would say like I'm chasing and I'm really happy that I took the pauses and the time mm. because I think a lot of things that I almost got myself into wouldn't have been right. Mm. Even though like to the average eye, like you just said, oh my God, you have like all these different things going on. You're a very busy busy person i i might have had more <laughs> mm -hmm. you know right and right. saying no to things that don't serve you is a skill in itself like it's it's hard to say no especially like you know music is so hard so many artists are just like clawing for the same piece of the pie right now right yeah so it can feel like you have to take up space all the time or that you're mm. gonna be like you know I don't know. Irrelevant if you're not making noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. And the same applies um, to me here. But one thing I was thinking about in the pause and reflect before we get started with new guests, like we're actually going to record your first um, guest outside of your producer <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. later this afternoon. But maybe we look back at, you know, the year that was and was there, if I can play host and ask Please, you a question yeah. for a second Please here. Please do. What was like one of the most defining moments of this podcast so far for you? It happened a couple of times for sure. Like every, every episode has a, has a real like moment where I'm, where it, hit, it hits me kind of going, this, this person is being really vulnerable with me and, and really just uh, sharing heartbreak really. And it's hard not to be emotional in those moments because um, you're, you're, you're for momentarily going to that place with them. Um, and so every time I have those conversations with people, I, I feel the weight of it as much as I can as a listener, you know? Um, and, uh, and again, my role in those moments is to just, just sit in it, you know, with them for, for that moment. Uh, and, uh, and so for me, it's, I think the first day we walked, cause we, we filmed some episodes too. Uh, and, and we really wanted to make this sort of like a, a multifaceted audio visual experience for folks that want to kind of digest it in various ways. Right. And, and I walked in and, and I saw, I saw my chairs, by the way, my, this is my, one of those chairs from the, from the podcast. I got it in my house. <laughs> um, I, um, I saw my chairs set up in the studio and I saw the lights and I saw the cameras and it was just like, this is happening. And it was a really proud moment for me that like, and, and the biggest thing is, is like my, the strength of this thing has been the people involved. It's, it's not, it's, you know, I've, I know I've got an idea and I've got a voice, 
but it's been you, it's been Lori, it's been Landon, it's been Chris, it's been Alan Gray Eyes, it's been so many people who are behind, you know, Matt helping us on, on the, the audio side, which I still fully don't understand how that works, but it, it does work. <laughs> um, but it's this, it's this team of people around that like is all moving the needle forward on this thing. It's, it's not just me, you know, I think I'm, I'm one small piece of this puzzle that is making this work. And uh, so, so that was a cool experience walking in the first day and, and seeing this is actually going to work you know, and, and, and like, until you're doing it, you're like, is this going to work? Um, <laughs> and then, and then it was, um, I'm trying, I think one of the most pleasant and touching moments for me was actually sitting with Jeremy Dutcher. Um, I, I've known Jeremy, uh, for a few years. And when Jeremy came to the studio, um, they came with this just lightness and openness and, and heart, um, to a show that I think, you know, Jeremy wasn't fully aware of what we were doing, um, but... but He kind of just said yes, knowing yeah. what Don Amira was about. Yeah. I, I suppose, you know, and I and I, I think there was also a, 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 you know, Jeremy brings a presence, you know, with them, and, and I, I uh, was really just moved by that. And I think that that really was a, was a defining moment, I think, in this podcast for me, because, it, it, again, it felt like what we're doing has some value and worth, I often think about the, I guess, the entertainment value, because this is what this is, and and what's going to keep the listener um, coming back. And uh, and I think it's moments like that where they can feel our hearts, I hope. Um, and, and that's one of those episodes that uh, if you go back and listen, I can't help but feel the heart of that one. Jeremy had a calling to do something because of ancestry. I think that's, it's crazy what mm-hmm. has come of his music and we should say, like, Jeremy is comfortable being they or he. He's very yep. fluid, right? Yes. Um, so we've both used different terms. And, you know, we asked we asked Jeremy about that as well. And and even mm-hmm. being, like, open to talking about that stuff, too. Well, and, and like, we we did yeah. on the podcast, right? We, we kind of, I kind of went there and I said, how, is this, you know, how I, because I remember when, when Jeremy walked in, I said, hey, brother, great to see you. And I hugged him and I said, I remember I was like, hey, when you walked in, I said, hey, brother. And I said, you know. I, I immediately felt like, what did I say? I said, was that okay? And he goes, felt pretty good to me. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I just thought that was a really beautiful, you know, d- just again, somebody who is uh, embodying love. And uh, another great conversation for me, only, you know, not only because he's an iconic legend in Canada, but Fred Penner. And um, Fred was another one, I think, who said yes, because Fred and I have crossed paths over the years. And uh, I think Fred likes me uh, and and likes the work <laughs> that I do. Uh, but Fred too, I think didn't fully know what, what he was walking into. Um, but to hear, uh, somebody who I've looked up to for a long time from a young, young, young age, like most of us, um, to, to hear of the struggles and the battles that, that he's gone through, uh, in his life and still as somebody who's so positive and, and just lovely to be around and so uplifting. Like when I, anytime I've spent time with Fred, uh, Fred's always made me feel better about who I am. Um, I, I've, I shared this story in the podcast. I think uh, one of the, I remember one time Fred was at a little gathering and um, and 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 I I didn't know if he knew who I was, but I saw him standing there on his phone, looking a little bit lost at this Juno party, and I was like, "Hey, Fred, how you doing?" And he's like, "Much better now that you're here, Don." And I was just like, "You know who I am? He he knows me," <laughs> and and I just those kinds of uh, people on this podcast, everybody on this podcast, like you say, has been tremendous uh, with with being open to be vulnerable 
and and also show their strength. Um, and that's that's been the key to this this whole thing. Yeah, I think we kind of just got over a hump, if I may say. I think before we were looking for the fire, like mm. in our booking, in right. our who do yeah. we want when we're brainstorming guests. Yeah, and I think now we've come to realize that the truth is everyone has a fire. Yeah. Everyone has a fire and something that they've had to work through or are working through. Mm-hmm. And and now that Chase guest booking thing is more about who are the right people to feel comfortable enough and to have yeah. a conversation about said fire. Yeah. We're looking for strength and vulnerability. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we're looking for, you know. And and <laughs> um and I again I won't be ashamed to use that term as we move forward because it is when I look back at the people we've had on, that's that's what we've had is is strength and vulnerability here. Mm-hmm. And the best thing about the pandemic, hands down, has been this, you know, we're we're sitting in a digital recording room right mm-hmm. now. And that means that we can talk to anyone like across the Canada, or maybe it's going to be someone in a different country. Who knows, right? <laughs> so it's opened some doors. Yeah, I think, I th- and especially because, again, you set this up and you know how to make it work. Uh, you know, it's it's great that we can do this and, and have it <laughs> and have it f- look and feel and sound really great. And uh, I, uh, I'm i excited about 2023 and, and all that we have in store for, for us and for you out there uh, as listeners. Um, and uh, we hope that uh, you'll keep coming back and keep listening. Um, because I know we've got some exciting guests right around the corner. Do we want to tease your first guest of 2023 after me? I don't mind doing that at all. You know, um, I've been on the trail of Jessica Mitchell for uh, a number of years. Uh, I've I've followed her career. I've been a massive fan of her music. And uh, somebody who's I've never met in person uh, until we had an opportunity to chat. Um, and uh, and Jessica has inspired me uh, in, in a lot of ways, uh, musically. And uh, um, I'm just so excited that we finally did get a chance to sit down and chat. And we'll be sharing that interview with you very soon. As I always say, it takes a village to run things here at Through the Fire. And I want to thank my village, executive producer Sarah Burke, Administrators Lori Brown and Alan Grayeyes. Video and audio design by Chris Godry and his team at 44 Films. Feisty Creative for their design work. Social media support by Johnson Design Company. And last but far from least, I want to thank our technical producers, Matt Kundle and Evan Serminski from the Sound Off Media Company. I look forward to sharing more great conversations just like this one on the next Through the Fire. You see the light. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.